Welcome back to another episode of Frog Flakes. I'm Michelle Carter. I'm Richard Edgman. And I'm Andrew Van Houston. And we are so excited to be with you for a new episode. Do you want to start us off, Andrew, with some Tales from the Trade? Yeah, well, maybe just going off a little bit of the Tales of the Trade. Instead, I'm going to be talking about some movies that are coming up that uh, you and your Valentine might be interested in seeing because we are less than a week away from that uh, special day, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you need any recommendations for a movie to see during Valentine's Day, you can go for the more cutesy romantic vibe with Isn't It Romantic, which stars Rebel Wilson, Mm -hmm. Adam Devine, Prajanka, and a Hemsworth brother. Liam, yeah. Liam. And uh, Rebel Wilson ends up kind of, if you've all seen I Feel Pretty, I don't know if You've all heard the of Amy that Schumer one. one. The Amy Schumer mm-hmm. one. It's basically yeah. like the Amy Schumer one <laughs> where Rebel Wilson gets knocked out. She wakes up and basically finds herself in a romantic comedy. Okay. So it looks really cute. It's mm-hmm. kind of based off I Feel Pretty. The only difference is I think Rebel Wilson will give a way better performance than Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. But that maybe we'll see. We'll find out soon. Another movie you could check out next week is Happy Death Day to You. I know the first Happy Death Day did... Well, considering it was a yeah. cheap yeah. horror film. Yeah, exceeded expectations. Yeah, got pretty good reviews for what it was. Mm-hmm. Right? It makes sense that there's a sequel. Nice time to come out. Have, you know, the opposite. You counter-program sometimes bleeding hearts on one time <laughs> and the other type of bleeding hearts in the other. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting. Not my thing, but you know what? Some people want a good scare on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, I'm, one, I'm one of the few. There's <laughs> this and Halloween, times yeah. to look forward to for horror movies. I, I, if, the, if you want to cuddle with someone and like kind of shut your eyes, maybe Happy Death Day is it, but also <laughs> Happy Death Day doesn't sound like your like, all-time scary movie of yeah, it's, ever. It's a little bit more humorous, uh, kind of Groundhog's Day mm-hmm. type kind of black comedy. Okay. Uh, if you want to go actual kind of scary movie, I've heard good things of The prod- the Prodigy. Yes. If you want a legit kind of creepy child horror movie. So there's options. Mm-hmm. Uh, creepy child. Or <laughs> you could, which I would prefer, see the Lego movie, the second part. <laughs> yes. Uh, where all of the Lego characters come back together and Emmett goes on a dystopian quest to save all of his friends. And I love the Lego movie. It's a great example of media conglomerate <laughs> conglomeracy and something I would recommend seeing if that so that's all the news I have just some movies to check out I know we haven't really given y'all some feedback on what movies to see so I thought I would do that today yeah all right. what news do you guys have so last Sunday was the Super Bowl and now we have kind of data coming in of what's happened and if you guys have seen the halftime show, you may have saw the SpongeBob tease. Mm. I know I was excited for it Just and, a tease. and eventually disappointed. Tease is the correct. But we do have like search numbers, and we found out that of all the bands that performed, Sweet Victory got the most amount of hits after it. Oh wow! Yeah, going up five hundred and sixty-six percent. Well, Maroon 5 barely gets a hun- over a 100% increase. Uh-huh. And Travis Scott getting a 1% <laughs> no. bump. Yes, no. 1% bump. I think oh, my goodness. sicko mode. I was going to say, the second they turned to sicko mode from like <laughs> yes. an attempt to do Sweet Victory, it was just like, everyone was just like, no. Yes, no, yeah, no, everyone no. just goes on the internet right then. <laughs> like, I'd love to <laughs> see a timeline of when oh, do they search like, for... When, yeah, the yeah, second yeah. it happens, yes. everyone's... I did. <laughs> I, 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 I was watching it with a group of people, and they were all like what just happened because everyone was expecting this sweet victory yeah. and I'm not a Spongebob fan but I definitely have heard of sweet victory Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of expected it but it was just kind of bought the hype like everyone yeah. was waiting and I 
Yeah, it's disappointing. Did you guys, um, so you guys watch the Super Bowl or watch at least some of the commercials? I did watch some of the commercials. Do you guys have a favorite commercial at all? I saw some of the trailers too. Okay. I think think the NFL 100 was probably, that was probably the best one. Like, I mean, I'm not a big NFL fan, so. As far as like, but it was entertaining. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. You know, I I, I like the Tom Brady part was funny and there was other elements that I think that's that's what I enjoyed about it is it was kind of tongue in cheek and they weren't Mm -hmm. being like, this is amazing. They knew when to laugh at themselves, Mm -hmm. which I think is rare for a large, (laughs) like, game, uh, you know, kind of industry. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. I honestly think that neither the Patriots or the Rams won the Super Bowl, but I think Jordan Peele. Did a really good job. Yeah. So he had the Twilight Zone yeah. teaser. He had the Us trailer release, mm-hmm. and then Toy Story Four, where he's voicing one of the new characters. So yeah. Jordan Peele had a really good night at the Super Bowl, if the, even if uh, the viewers did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the Avengers had one of their trailers oh. out. Speaking of a fourth movie installment, <laughs> <All right. laughs> absolutely, they like went right away with it too. Yeah. I yeah. thought I thought they were gonna bury it in a little bit to keep viewers waiting for that trailer. Yeah. But yeah. the second the game started, mm-hmm. you're hit with an Avengers Endgame trailer and everyone's just like, Oh my gosh, what <laughs> am I witnessing? Of course it was a very short teaser and yeah. obviously they said it only gonna include footage from the first fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah. okay, because I was super confused. I mean, I watched the, the teaser, and I was like, what? I I'm, wasn't getting much of the plot out of But that. I think we all kind of know where the plot's going. going. Yeah, if, if, yeah. if you were to give too much of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you bought into the first half of yeah. it. <laughs> like, let's yeah. finish it out. Yeah. I want to talk real quick. I know this is a little off topic from what we've had, but Go for it. Avengers, there's a rumor it's going to be three hours long. I've heard, and I'm Three, happy about and it. And maybe an intermission. That's fine with me. I'm I'm okay with intermissions. I yeah. wish, like, is if you're going to have three hours of movie, might as well. Yeah. Like I, it, but are people, like, I would just be like, what's going to happen? Don't don't stop. I would be okay not yeah. using the bathroom to know what's going to happen. <laughs> I get it. I saw the Hateful Eight on the road show, and that had an intermission. Okay. And that was done really well, where they actually kind of, they it was two hours in, not exactly in the half. And they use a plot in the like a break in the film itself. Okay. So if you use it correctly, I think it doesn't feel as jumpy. Sure. Yeah. It kind of has like almost a natural edit mm-hmm. that people can use. That makes sense. So and I, they've they've handled the Marvel universe pretty well so far. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they can handle this part of it. Oh, the, they can know. they can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but right. that was just something I saw. I was sure. curious what y'all thought about that. Well, I don't know how long was Batman versus Superman the Justice League because. They feel three hours. I, can I don't think they are. I, I don't think they are. They're like two and a half for Batman vs. Superman. Batman. So it's not outrageous. I mean... It's not outrageous, but, I mean, I, you're going to get people sitting and two people and are going to go regardless. Sure. Two and a half hours? Two and a half hours. Yeah. And that's how long Infinity War was, about two and a half? I yeah, I, yeah, I saw it the that other day. That feels right, and... but, it, it, but it's a lot, it feels a lot quicker than you know, oh, for Batman sure. vs. Superman oh, or Justice sure. League. So, there's so many people, so many things going on that there's no moment where... Because I, I watched it just the other day. There's no moment where it's just like slow or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, no. I, it's, It can be a concern, but I'm optimistic. Is that okay. a good way to put mm-hmm. it? I think that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good way to put it. All right, so should uh, we talk about the last tale of the trade? I bring to you that the BAFTA Awards the British um, equivalent of the Oscars, have rescinded Brian Singer's nomination for Best Outstanding British Film. He was listed with the producer Graham King and uh, writer Anthony McCartan as part of the ones that would be um, winning that award Mm -hmm. for Best Picture, basically. And after these new allegations came up that were written last week or the week before in The Atlantic... um, 
of these new these four new people who are accusing him of, of sexual misconduct, um, the BAFTA has rescinded his nomination. What do we think? I mean, <laughs> are we surprised? Is the real question? Like, yeah. The, I mean, I think it's it's good for the industry of like we're coming getting to the point now where it's. Like, Me Too is now expanding. Yeah. You know, like, Terry Crews is more accepted in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And these allegations against Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer, which have kind of both been known about and yeah. kind of talked about. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's the international support, where it's not just the Oscars anymore. It's now expanding cultures. That's I true. I know. Well, you, Andrew? I think that with uh, Brian Singer... And he directed Bohemian Rhapsody, but he didn't direct the whole thing. Right. Let's keep that in mind. And so him getting credit and then these allegations, it just kind of brings a lot of red flags, a little heavy waves. And I just think that this is the right move Mm -hmm. uh, for them. So that's basically all I have to say. It is a a tough topic to talk about, though, Mm -hmm. because these are people that a lot of people respected once. We all respect it. Uh, Kevin maybe at one point we yeah. all looked up some people looked up to Harvey at one point some people looked up to Brian at yeah. one point mm-hmm. and finding out things that they've done horrible things they've done that's really hard but I think this is the right move because mm-hmm. it's not okay to do this stuff and you shouldn't be rewarded for it and that, it's really unfortunate that separation of art and the artist or the, the kind of business side of like you may really enjoy Miramax films but kind of Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein and you have to deal with Maybe he did some bad stuff personally. Right. Or, you know, you can enjoy, like, a lot of people love Bohemian Rhapsody, right? They have to, they, you can still love that movie mm-hmm. and still be against what's, well, you know, what he's accused of doing. Right. Right, right, right. And, and this is the week, uh, just a few days ago, where Rami Malek finally kind of hinted at something with his experience working with Brian Singer. He was asked in a panel um, if he had any comments, and he finally he finally came out and said something like, it was just very uncomfortable to work with him. I did not have a pleasant time, and that's as much as I'm going to say. And he, he, but that's he was, sad, though. He was brief about it, but he did finally say something that people have been kind of expecting him to yeah. have an opinion on. Yeah, I definitely don't think you should ever work with someone that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, that's really hard. Yeah. yeah. That's the case. So I think good for people for speaking up and mm-hmm. hopefully in the future people are aware of what has happened in the past and we're able to move on to a cleaner slate. Yeah. And I'm glad it is going globally now. Yeah. Yes. Like you said. Yes, that's awesome. But shifting away from the British kind of award shows, uh-huh. we're going to return to our Oscar discussion. <laughs> yeah. This will be the third week. So Michelle, what's our first category we're talking Let's about? Let's talk about cinematography. And in this category, we have nominees Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, and A Star is Born. Are you sure we want to talk about it, Michelle? Because I know the Oscars are not going to present it (laughs) in front of it. Well, they're going to do it during a commercial break. Yeah, let's just cut to a commercial break. Let's just cut to a commercial break. We'll, We'll come back and tell you what we think. So off the bat, (laughs) off the bat, what do we really think, though? Roma's a strong contender. Roma, I would say, is the strongest contender. I do think that, like, you have the kind of problem of it isn't black and white. While there is a definite skill in that, the how that movie is kind of shot mm-hmm. and light, lit, it could, like, you know, you have an artist problem, right? Right. Where it's, people go, oh, it's black and white, it's pretentious, it's foreign. Because not, like, let's not forget, <laughs> Cold War is also foreign and black and white. So you have Roma and... Cold War in the same position. And let's not... uh, I do want to mention that Never Look Away is the German foreign film nominee. Mm -hmm. So that's three foreign film nominees in cinematography, which is 
the first in many years. Wow. The first yeah. time that's happened that's in many great. years. And then the other two are just the favorite. And the favorite has the Greek director, Yorgos Lanthimos. Mm-hmm. So then the only American one is A Star is Born yeah. of the list. Mm-hmm. Robbie Ryan did The Favorite, right? I believe that's his name. I believe that's his name. And if it's not, I'll cut that part out. Uh, but with his cinematography, the favorite cinematography, it's the cool fisheye lens, mm-hmm. which is yeah. a, intriguing, but also I can see it turning off a lot of people. Yeah, it's also pretty muted. There's like a lot of, like they desaturate a lot of the colors, but there's some really cool like natural lighting with actual flame. Like it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. It feels very natural, but like as a film person, I think you and I can agree that like, the amount of production design set up in that movie that is seamless. That's the it's that's, so beautiful. Yeah. That's the only reason why you're doing the fisheye lens is so you can see the every whole, yeah. the whole space that's around you. Yeah, and that's the really cool thing about it. Yeah. Um, I saw Roma finally. Okay. And what do you think? It was a beautiful movie, Wasn't but it? the cinematography really sold me on the. Yeah. I yeah. Think the 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 black and white, the long takes in the um the house, mm-hmm. the mansion. Where it was the long takes where you the, see like 360 pan. yeah where you see yeah. Cle- is it Cleo Cleo where you see Cleo walking around the house and it just stays on her the whole time mm-hmm. I love that and I love the beach shot at the end I think yeah, obviously yeah. the beach shot was beautiful great and amazing so I would be surprised if Roma took this one I think it's the I think it's the front runner mm-hmm. I I like the favorite but I like the movie overall but I just think in the cinematography it's not it doesn't hurt the story but it doesn't make it either mm-hmm. it's not the selling feature. When Roma, it's just like you're just struck by the visuals. Yeah, and you're just like, wow, you're almost blown back. Like your your review is very much like that. Yes, where it's like just your brain's trying would, to comprehend exactly, what you're seeing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because it was just so beautiful, I didn't know where to start. So yeah, I think Cold War could also be a it's, contender. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would, and I, would, I know I would say so. And just a tidbit, I was listening to a podcast with Alfonso Cuaron, and he and Pavel Pavlikovsky have thanked each other in their films. So their names they they're both like contemporary. So they're, they're like, in the race for yes. they're, they're on their own mini race. So yes, whether, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're both you know autobiographical, and they're both in black and white, and they're both born in films, and so it's just it's just a, a, a cool moment for mm-hmm. both of them. That's awesome. What yeah. do you think about a Star Is Born in this category? I I don't really think it fits and personally. I, I I like the cinematography, but I think the other Roma and the Favor I think have a way better yeah. chance as stars. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I don't think it fits in this category. I'm not sure. I don't know what else would though. That's fair. That's a fair option. I I, I wouldn't say. I'm trying to look. I'm thinking of the black, uh, like the best pictures, Black Panther, Black Klansman. I don't think they would mm-hmm. fit. Yeah. I, I don't know if Green Book would either. Vice, I'd not Vice. Yeah, I mean, you're, 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 you're that's kind fair. of the stadium shots are impressive. You're, you're narrowed down to stars born Bohemian maybe, maybe Bohemian you could consider Bohemian I personally hated the cinematography in Bohemian but that's me but I can see why the you could argue there's <laughs> an argument you, there's an argument within it yeah I think Star is Born had a wide range but also had a lot of close ups which maybe like people feel when there's more yeah, close ups yeah it feels more like a movie than Bohemian does yeah, yeah. Right? Like, in I that could, case if you have two concert films getting in which one matches more of your oh, expectations yeah and then A Star is Born with those shots like I, I'm remembering the one with Dave Chappelle that scene where he's talking to Bradley Cooper outside the house is just mm-hmm. like those types of close ups where like Bradley's on the side of the frame and he's yeah. like all blurry but then Dave is in focus it feels like a movie it, 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 it totally it does it feels oh, yeah. like the, all the performances too yeah. you can yeah. definitely even okay. just some beautiful shots I yeah. say there's some beautiful shots in the stars bar but I do agree that I don't think I think the categories just the the ones we think are the front runners are just so far above oh yeah but yeah. even like you can do everything right and you're still mm-hmm. like I mean they'll, they'll win best song yeah. probably yeah. yeah and then if and then if Roma wins this 
um, then Cuaron would be winning probably Best Director and Cinematography and Best Foreign Film because he's nominated yes. for the cinematography. For Which this. I think if you get that one, it'd be an argument you don't get Best Picture. Right. But shouldn't it get Best Picture if it wins directing yeah. and, <laughs> and cinematography? And yeah. Like is. Oh. Maybe it might surprise us all. I That's don't know. true. I don't know. I mean, it could be. It's just one of those things. We could be in for some good surprises. Yeah. We could be in for a shakeup, but we could be in for some uh, good surprises. Yeah. Do you guys? How do you guys feel with it not being presented at the Oscars? Like, for well, it will be presented, but it won't be presented to yeah. us. The cinematography category. Yes. Yeah. It's in one of the ones with I think with editing as well. That yeah. It's being condensed into breaks. Which Quaidon is nominated for? No, he's not. Oh, he's not. He's not nominated for editing. He's not nominated for it, but no. maybe Sorry maybe if Quran wins, it's Quran. It will like it's just we we already seen so many speeches with him. That's fair. He, he'll give him a. He doesn't need to do a speech then. That's fair. Right. He doesn't need to do a speech for yeah. best yeah. cinematography. So like that will easily like. I understand. I understand. They want to get in the three hours. They want to like for ads and that yeah. purpose. But I like that. Like if you're gonna, it becomes it's already obsessed about celebrity. And if we take mm-hmm. away all the technical aspects, then what's then it just becomes the star-studded affair. It becomes like the SAG Awards, really. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, basically. Instead of, like, you know, we're, oh, do we have an editor's guild that that's, gets broadcast yeah. or something? Not broadcast. Right, exactly. Think, yeah. yeah. And because also what we haven't talked about is this week, wasn't it this week that they officially, the Academy officially said they're not going to have a host? Yeah. Well, we all kind of figured. We all, we, we all figured, but they did confirm it. Yes, they did confirm it. So... Yes. They're just gonna, they're, they're, they're going quick here. Yeah, they are. I mean, they quick. have three weeks to put stuff together, and I've heard that they're going to do. They're planning already these montages and stuff. But yeah, um, and they've announced most of the presenters already yes. too, which is good. Yes. Yeah, all the actors in last last year's categories, all winners of last year's acting categories are going to be presenting as well. So cool. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. We have actor in a supporting role, and uh, in these we have Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. So we talked about this earlier. Does Mahershala Ali belong in this category? Yes, that's true. Right, I've, yeah. I've said that before, but he's gonna win it. Probably, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. And we That's have, my problem. And Mahershala won two years ago. For Moonlight. For Moonlight. Yeah. Sam Rockwell won last year for, for three, three billboards. And now they're back together That's in the funny. same category. I, I again, I think Mahershala belongs in a separate category. Mm-hmm. So my fight is really between Adam Driver and... Um, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Okay. Um, Adam Driver did great. Adam Driver was. Gr- I, Adam it's Driver very was understated great. role. Yes. I think there's not a lot of like you know Kylo yeah. Ren a very. I'm acting yeah. and this is very like. <laughs> I think it's also just he's like kind of underrated in this. Very natural, very mm-hmm. kind of subdued. I, I I buy him as an undercover person pretending to some be somebody. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, I like that. Totally. And Sam Rockwell kills it as as W. Mm-hmm. It's he gets the kind of goofiness. The part I really like about him is. There was always a look of he W doesn't understand mm-hmm. what's being said. He understands parts of it, and you want you can watch him ticking of what not to hear and what. And I like that part. That's interesting. And it's kind of everyone focuses on Bale, but I think he's the more realistic. I see. Job. I see, and I I must say sorry. Um, Sam uh, Sam Elliott That's was. I was probably one of my favorite parts of Star is Born. Like, everything, every scene he was in, I found it so powerful. His relationship with, um, his character relationship with Bradley Cooper's was it's just... Yeah. so good. Oh my gosh, I'm just getting the feels with it right now. It was yeah. so, it was really, it was really good. Was really I was nice. so surprised he got nominated. I think... 
I was, I was hoping for that. I, I'm glad, and yes. I'm, I'm really, but I was really surprised. Yeah. I thought Timothy Chalamet was going to get nominated mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. for a Beautiful Boy, mm-hmm. and he also give, he gives a really good performance in Beautiful Boy. Right. Uh, but seeing Sam Elliott on this ballot is really cool. I don't know if he'll. We no, I think it's. I, yeah. I think it's more recognition, and, and that's okay. That's it is okay. I, I think because he, you know, he's kind of fallen off the map as far as like you know being on big screen and stuff. But he's right. he has such presence. Like oh, his voice yeah. carries this weight. That, that mustache man. Yeah. Because <laughs> his character, like, wow, I just loved it. Yeah, and I, I, I also have to say, that I really liked Richard E. Grant and Can You Ever Forgive Me. He plays Melissa McCarthy's uh, sidekick buddy, and it was such a natural performance. He did such a good job. It's probably in. It's a, probably also a recognition thing. Yeah. Um, but he seems just so natural at it, and he brings such um, joy to the character because of some some things that happen at the end. But he brings so much joy to it, and so I love that. They're recognizing him, but yeah, I would also I would also agree that if you know it, it looks like Mahershala is going to win it. Yeah, but oh, yeah. like of the other four, I would probably if if it's a should versus a will. Yes, um, I would want Adam Driver. I would also say Adam Driver should. Yeah, Mahers- his performance. Yeah. is just I loved it. It was, a, yeah. it was really good. Mm-hmm. It really was. I, I think I think the more intense category though is best supporting actress. You've got oh, really you got. Yeah. Some really good potential there. Do we want to go through the list? Yeah, yeah. let's do it okay. for it. Let's do Amy Adams for Vice, Marina de Tavira for Roma, Regina King if if Beale Street could talk, Emma Stone for the favorite, and Rachel Vice for the favorite. I think you've got five really strong performances mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. right there. Like Regina King won the Gold Golden Globe. She won the Golden Globe. And who? Oh, um. Emily Blunt won the SAG. That's correct. For a quiet place. That's correct. For a qui- and Regina King was not nominated at the SAGs for supporting actress. Interesting. All the other four were. Interesting. And yet Emily Blunt won for a quiet place. I was surprised Emily Blunt wasn't nominated at all for any of her roles. She yeah. Did really yeah. good. She did great performances in 2018. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would say for sure. Um, but here, I don't... You've got really... You guys saw If Beale Street Could Talk. Yes. What did you think about Regina King? Regina King was the best part of If Be- yeah. Beale Street Could Talk. Okay. She was by far the best. Okay. Like, yeah. I, no one else could... Which I think that. I think goes to, like, the movie has like, has backing behind it. It was clearly made with, like, an intent of being kind of your green book type. Mm-hmm. Where it's, and I think giving... Because she is the best part, and that kind of gives like, an acknowledgement that the Academy would enjoy, but not having to put it in a bunch of different categories. And I think she deserves it. Like she, she's earned her spot here. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like Regina King wouldn't like see this, like see her role as Oscar bait either. You know, if that, oh, that, absolutely, that absolutely. makes sense. Like you look at the favorite, that's obvious Oscar bait. You look at A Star yeah. Is Born, that's obvious. Like yeah. you could tell, like those people, like those are the clear front runners. I think Regina King is that dark horse in this race. Yeah, and it's she, little, she little classy, little she, kind of just like takes it, you know. And I loved her. She was so her 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 role, her dialogue, like. Everything about Regina King was beautiful in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The movie was boring, but <laughs> Regina King added a little bit of life to it. Okay. Yeah. I see. And I w- that's that's I how see I would that. I would make an argument that Regina should okay. win. It's a, str- I, it's a strong should, argument for it. Yeah. Should win. And you also saw the favorite. So out of Emma and Rachel, which one would you pick there? 
That's hard. That's hard. And that that's why I don't think either of them it's are going to win. Yeah. <laughs> that's why neither of them are going to win is because they're both so good and mm-hmm. you have two people from the favorite that are split. Yeah. I It's two different people running the same thing. I can't it's, it's, it's really it really becomes cuz they act it so perfectly both of them mm-hmm. that it becomes which one of their methods do you like more? I see. Right? So it really yeah. tells more about you rather than like which one is a better actress. Right. So okay. I think I go to Andrew's point of canceling each other out. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, personally, I think they would give a device over Emma Stone I think because I, Emma I, Stone won that Oscar two years ago. Two years ago I, I for think, La La Land. I think yes. you're right. Yeah, it's just it's math. It's just, yeah, you just got Rachel doesn't have one. Yeah. Does she? Yeah. No, she, no, she was a nominee. She was a nominee. She was a nominee, but she hasn't yeah. won Actually, anything. I think, no, I think she has. I think she has. We'll have to look that up. We'll have yeah. to look that up. I'm pretty sure. At least not, for, n- not recently. Not recently. For sure. no. Not recently. No. So enough for the Academy to forget. Yeah, that's true. And then we have. <laughs> best way to put it. <laughs> and, but then we, we have another case of what we were talking about last week with uh, Glenn Close having been nominated so many times and never winning. We have Amy Adams who's been nominated so many times and never winning. I just think Amy Adams. She's not getting it for Vice. No. I feel like. I don't know if she'd want to get ever fights. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Amy, I, Amy has done so many great roles in the past where I just, I, I haven't seen Vice, but from what I've heard and what people have told me and just, I feel like Amy Adams did a great job, but look at Arrival. Look at That's the, yeah. uh, American Hustle. Yeah. American look Hustle. Look at all the other The Masters. Movies, the Amer- Masters. American Hustle and like the Masters. Night at the Museum. <laughs> 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 like, those are two examples of where she plays kind of a similar role of like a wife that is kind of puppeting or doing more mm-hmm. actions behind the scenes. And it just comes off a not as it's not as good in Vice, right? Okay. There's exa- there's clearer examples of that same type of role done better. Okay, right? She's just and it's not that she's bad, but there's a lot of characters, and she's not as used as well as we I all see. Know, all know she can be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have first timer Marina Davida. She was. Oh, I was so. She I, was the mom I, in Roma. I I I, I I didn't know. I didn't remember that she got nominated. Mm-hmm. And watching her performance, she did a really good job. I think so too. Yeah. I think she did a really. But Good job. I mean, so I don't too. think she'll win, but like, I don't think she'll win. But, but it's, yeah, it's, but it's I mean, another, I think like, because, I, kudos. because yeah. I think Cleo's performance was a little bit stronger in that movie. Um, but yes, kudos to both of them yeah. for being nominated, and, and it's their first time and everything. I so. think the character Cleo did a good job because she didn't talk much. Yeah. And then what's what's the what's um Sophie? Is that what her name? Is? Sophia is Sophia. in Sophie. the car- in the so movie. Sophia yes. is the um, the mom. Marina. Yes. And so she had a lot of more dialogue. She had a more natural rule I would say mm-hmm. where I would agree that I think um, the performance that was given for Cleo mm-hmm. I'm sorry I don't remember their names it's okay I'm so bad Yalitza uh, Baricio is Cleo okay yes uh, Yalitza Yalitza okay. so Yalitza I think she did a better job because she didn't have that dialogue she didn't have as much dialogue mm-hmm. as I, th- oh, I, I, I kind of agree with you and I think that it's Curran's effect He's it's him directing that's far more important than the actual acting Right. Yeah. And so yes. you're saying that's what I like. I, I agree. I, like that. I agree. And so it's like there's a recognition of this performance is very powerful, mm-hmm. but it, is it them? Because one of them is hasn't is like their first time acting. Yeah. Cleo. Right? Cleo. And so it's these. Is it him? Right. How much right. of his input and how much is the actor? Where I think you know Beale Street can talk with Gina King mm-hmm. and Barry we, Jenkins. We know she has that in her. Oh. We know it's her talent. Oh yeah. So I love. I love. I know. I, I, agree, I agree with you. I, I, I think that's the best way of putting it. Of like, she carries that movie. She literally. That's the only reason why I gave a movie like a chance. A, yeah. a chance. Yeah, I understand. Exactly um, what you mean. But I love Emma Stone. I love Rachel Weisz. <laughs> and I, I think all five of them are 
have potential to yeah. I think you have your clear front runners. Yeah. But I, I, I give them all respect and it's all well deserved. Yeah, I think I think the, the cancellation's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think Amy Adams kind of cancels out herself, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think Veroma just Are we are we surprised so are we surprised Claire Foy isn't in this category because she was nominated a little tiny bit, yeah. For yeah. first man. Yes. And so I think she I think Marina kind of took her spot. Yes. I would say. I would say that. In this case. I so I don't know. First man, I don't necessarily think I think didn't really deserve to be here. I think it wanted to be in, oh, in contention. I, yes. Oh. Especially in the way it's made and designed. And Damien Chazelle, a big name attached yeah. to it. And but Ryan Gosling and yeah. I just don't think space. It, I think it it's fair. I but yes, I I agree with what you're saying. I would have said though, if anything is gonna be if anything from First Man would have been nominated, I would have still given it to Claire Foy. I might have done cinematography. Maybe. I yeah. might have done or mm-hmm. editing, something like that. Because mm-hmm. there are some cool shots. Yeah, there are. Gotcha. Uh, so let's make our predictions. Okay. We're kind of okay. getting close yeah. to the end. Uh, should we do cinematography first? Okay. So I'm going to go with Roma. I'm going to go with Roma, too. Me, too. Right, Roma's going to sweep in our, at least in yeah. our poll. Mm-hmm. Our poll. Let's do uh, supporting actor. I think we're all going to sweep with Mahershala. Yeah, Let, but let's do a let's do a should and will. Oh, I think we're all going to say the I same thing. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. I, okay. Adam Driver. At, yeah. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. So should. I would consider uh, for me it would be Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, probably then Mahershala, but for should okay. or yeah should, for should yeah for should for mm-hmm. Wood it's going to be Mahershala for Wood it, yeah. yeah for Will it's Mahershala for sure and then supporting actress let's do a should and will. Hmm. I would say should Regina King and Wood Regina King. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna copy Andrew. I think Andrew and I are on very similar pages yes. this week, of almost in every category we agree. That's cool. I think the only thing I would differ is if instead of Mahershala, you actually put in Vigo. Like I, it's my personal okay. thing. Mm-hmm. Of I think Vigo was the supporting. Mm-hmm. He's kind of carried along by the story rather than the lead. Mm-hmm. But other than that, mm-hmm. I'm with Andrew. Yeah, I haven't seen if Bill Street could talk. Okay. So for me, should is Marina, but yeah. Will is Regina, and I and I understand your points and I yeah. see why. Other other things that she's done has made me see that mm-hmm. she can sweep this category for sure. And I wouldn't be mad if anyone from the favorite. I wouldn't be mad if any of them won. That's true. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. mad That's if any I was of them thinking won. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Of we're kind of lucky to actually have just two strong categories. The very yeah. right. Yeah. Because we have we talked about other ones like original song is one where we feel it's kind of there's two there's really only two com, uh, competitors. Yeah. yeah. And here it is pretty much anybody's game. Yes. For so nice. multitude for sure. of reasons. I which, love that. Which is what it should be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's how that's how it should be. In the academy should make the decisions based off them, not based off past awards. Yeah. Which could obviously come into play. So there's a lot of things you shouldn't be biased about, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. I All right. I think that's the good. end of uh, this episode of Frog Flicks. Uh, any announcements? We have some good reviews coming up on uh, TCU 360, so check us out and follow us on Twitter at Frog Flicks. Awesome. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and Bye. we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.